Welcome to episode 26 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I want to have a discussion on how we view our businesses. Let's talk about this concept of people over profit. Um, There is a billboard in Tampa. You drive by it. I drive by it every time I come downtown. And uh, it's a billboard for a bank. And it says, people over profit always. Okay, And then the bank logo, which sounds nice, right? Because, ah, a bank that cares about me and not profit. Um, I hope so. I hope that's true. But I I see this billboard all the time. And it's funny because I was in a group. um, There's a group of entrepreneurs I get together with once a month here in town. And they were meeting the other day. Somebody literally brought up this billboard. And they made fun of it. Oh, yeah, people over profits, blah, blah, blah. And then it sparked a conversation about how, hey, that's that's the way we should run our business. People over profit. People are more important than profit. And what was interesting is that there became some debate in the group. Now, these, are, mind you, are all business owners who love people well. They're good people, and they run businesses with integrity, and they care about people. So no one in this group... Um, is just all about money. I know the integrity and character of these men. But there was some pushback among the group that, well, you know, profit's important too. And then another guy saying, well, no, it's about people. You don't worry about the profit. You just focus on the people and the profit will take care of itself. Now, I happen to disagree with that. I think profit is very important. Um, I think people are very important. And I thought the conversation was fascinating because it got a little heated. The guy who was all about people over profit, who actually agreed with the bank, whether the bank's actually doing that or not, wasn't the point. It was more about he believed in that concept and he almost viewed himself, and I could sense this, I'm putting words in his mouth so I don't know, he almost viewed himself as superior to the rest of the men of the group because he said, I put people over profit. Yeah, that's how I run my business. I don't think about the profit, I think about people implying like, you dirty scum over on the other side of the table who care about profit over people, which nobody said they care about profit over people, by the way. But that was almost what was implied by his statement. And then there was pushback from one guy, and then I jumped in because I agreed with the other guy. I said, no, I think profit's very important. And eventually we all stopped having a heated discussion. It was gentlemanly. Uh, We moved on for the rest of the meeting. But I thought, that this is something that we needed to talk about because I'm like, can't we all just get along? Can't we have people and profit? (laughs) In fact, I think you need both. I don't think you can have a business with just one and not the other. And so I want to break this down. It's very simple to me, but I think there is a, I don't know where you land on this, um, if you even land, but I think there is a broken mindset in here that assumes another broken mindset. And the way to win in business is to have neither of those mindsets, but have a more holistic mindset. And I think this might be helpful to you. So there's two wrong ways to look at this conversation and two wrong ways to look at business, in my opinion, okay? One, if you focus solely on profit, you're going to 
you're going to go off track. If profit is what drives you only, okay, if profit is what you focus on only or chiefly or solely, you're going to do what's in your own interest at the potential expense of your customer's interest. Not always. Sometimes, and maybe most of the time, they will line up. If you sell and want to sell a ton of your product and pushing your product and selling it and and being strategic with the pricing and good marketing makes more money for you and it's a good product, it probably helps a lot of people on the surface and maybe for a long time, everybody can win. But there will come times when you are faced with decisions and if you choose to make the decision that leads to the highest profit as your chief concern, your chief priority, there will come times when that comes at the expense of your customer, your customer loses. That, that's the example I think we're most familiar with. And that's why I think this bank put a billboard up saying people over profit always. Why do they have to say that? Because we assume that banks are in it for the profit at the expense of people always. That's the natural experience that many of us have. Now, if you work at a bank, you own a bank, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to pick on you. I, I think banks are really important, okay? I, I, I want banks to do well. They just banks have a bad history because there's some bad apples, many of them. Um, that they're in it just to make money. And and so, for example, I bank with Wells Fargo. And Wells Fargo is, 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 in a way, one of the worst. Massive bank. And if you remember, uh, two years ago, around 2017 or so, it came out publicly that they were opening up accounts in people's names, opening up bank accounts, credit card accounts, against people's wills just to meet sales quota. Because many of the bankers, their bonuses were determined by sales. How many credit cards can you get opened? How many loans can you process? How many accounts can you open? It's like, well, we can't really process a ton of loans, but we can open accounts and those can count. So we can open up credit cards that they don't have to use, but we can open up the account. We can open up savings accounts, checking accounts. That doesn't harm anyone, but we we can just get them open. And so our stats go up. No one's upset. No one's the wiser until people realize, hey, I never, I don't remember opening up that credit card account and they call Wells Fargo and I didn't open this up. And Turns out this was happening nationwide. There was pressure from management for people to meet sales quota. And if they couldn't get people to open accounts, they were just kind of on the path of opening them up against people's will just to meet sales quota. So it was an awful, awful turn of events. Massive PR nightmare for Wells Fargo. They've had to do so much to come back. And I don't know if they're even fully back, but they've had to like, change their image, change their branding, work really hard. They, I, I loved how they approached it, by the way. They started running commercials, side note, being very honest about, we screwed up. And they said what they screwed up about. We did things that were wrong. And we have ended those practices, the pressure for sales quota on some of these accounts, and we're going to make it up to you. We have to clean up our act, and we are going to do that. Which I think is a bold move, and I think is the right move. I actually thought it was good branding. Uh, Facebook ended up doing something similar when they had a lot of issues with privacy. They kind of came out and had this amazing Super Bowl commercial. If you remember, I think it was Super Bowl where they sort of admitted, hey, we've screwed up. We've allowed too many data breaches. We've allowed fake news and we've done all these things bad. We're going to fix it. I love it. Just own your mess. Side tangent over. Banks have a reputation of doing what's in the best interest of their bottom line and if it's good for the customer, great. But if it's not good for the customer, that's sort of what, you know, that's the fallout because we got to do what's best for our shareholders, for ourselves, for our bonuses, all that kind of stuff. So we know 
plenty of businesses, unfortunately, that focus on profit solely. What's going to increase our, our um, stock price? I mean, they will. there are companies that will literally lay off a ton of people. I'm talking thousands of people. Fire a bunch of people, which reduces their expenses, which increases their temporary profitability on a, on a balance sheet, right, on a P&L. And then that makes their stock price go up because they look more profitable. And once their stock price goes up, everyone that owns stock in the company, the CEO, the owners, the shareholders, everyone's happy. Then they can make more money and they can hire those people back. But they'll make decisions just to drive up the stock price. I mean, there's a lot of shadiness that happens in business where money is the god of our age, especially in America. And businesses are in the business of making money. And so if money is your God, you will sacrifice whatever to your God. I mean, that's just the way it is. And that's what we see. And that's that's the uh, the yuckiness that we see in business that we hate, that we get to vilify in movies and TV shows, in conversation. That's why business owners and business gets a bad rap. And it should because there are a lot of bad apples. But that's not what I'm doing. I hope that's not what you're doing. Certainly, I'm not teaching you to do that. So that is a broken mindset, focusing on profit solely because at some point, that profit will come at the expense of your customers. Now, let's talk about the one that is least talked about, that is a problem, another broken mindset that looks altruistic on the surface. And this is the one I'm most fascinated with, okay? If you focus on people only, which sounds great. I mean, doesn't that sound good? People over profit, man. Dude, you sound like you're an awesome person. But if you do that, if you focus on people only without concern for profitability, you potentially end up broke, which isn't good for you. But guess what? If you're broke, you're unable to expand and continue to serve more people. So if you're not profitable, you can't actually put people first because you can't stay in business. Oh, what a simple concept, but we fail to think about this. There's so much um, pride in saying you are for people. And I talk about this a lot. Serve your audience. Elevate their interests above your own. I'm not paying lip service to that. I'm not blowing smoke up. to. I'm not trying to look good. It's not just a front. It's not just PR. That is how you do good business. And I'll get, I'll get to how that fleshes out in a second. But if that is your aim without concern for profitability, if I just serve people, the money will take care of itself. No, nah, it doesn't work that way. Okay. If you serve people, you're on the right track. And we'll get to that in a second. And you have the greatest opportunity to, to make money. Oh, believe me, you have to serve people. You have to love people well. You have to put their interest above your own. But without any concern to profitability, what's going to be profitable? What's going to drive profitability? My friend, you're not going to be in business long. You're going to be running a glorified hobby. You can't help people if you don't have money coming in. You could have the greatest heart to serve a certain group of people in a certain niche 
that truly makes their lives better. But if you do not have concern for profitability, you're a, you'll be a terrible CEO. Your company will crumble. Even if it's a one-man, one-woman show, you will not be in business for long. Then guess what? You can't spend 40 hours a week serving people because you got to go back and find a job at Home Depot or wherever you work. Do you know what I'm saying? We all need money to live. And if you can't generate that money in your business, you're going to have to go generate it somewhere else. And then that means that your business has to be a sideshow or a hobby or something that you volunteer on, which is fine, but that's all it'll be. You'll have less to no impact if you don't have any concern for profitability. And I thought about this, even nonprofits, right? Even nonprofits, charities understand this concept. The definition of nonprofit doesn't mean that they don't make a profit. You know, they don't make any money. Nonprofits need money. They're in the business of getting money. They just don't sell things generally. They fundraise generally. But they are in the business of getting as much money as they can. Why? To fulfill their mission, to pay their expenses for all their staff members, rent for a building, right? Like, there's a, an organization, a nonprofit that my wife and, and I support that we love, Compassion International. I've talked about them before. They have a wonderful organization that helps children living in poverty get education, nutrition, healthcare, uh, and sort of mentorship um, so that they can, guess what? Get on a path out of poverty. So it is literally directly impacting the poor and specifically poor children to change their family tree. They do this primarily with a sponsorship model, so you can be involved by just sponsoring one child somewhere around the world for $38 a month, and then you get to have a friendship with this child and write letters back and forth and encourage them, and, and your $38 a month like changes their, their future. It's insane. And they have boots on the ground in tons of countries. It is a well-run machine based out of Colorado Springs, Colorado. This organization, one of the reasons why I love them is that they are one of the leanest organizations of this magnitude, meaning a large percentage, and I think it's 83 to 87%, I can't remember the exact number, 83 to 87% of all donations they receive go directly to the mission, go directly to the people they're helping, meaning they have less than 20% of using the money for staffing and for themselves and like paper and their printers and like rent for their building and their salaries and all the people that work for them and plane flights and utilities, all the stuff, advertising costs, website, magazines, like all those costs, they keep as low as possible, but they need a ton of money to survive as an organization. That's why we not only sponsor the kids directly to impact them, but we take a large chunk of our business profits, my wife and I, because she has her business as well, and we give directly to the organization to fund them, keep them in business. All that to say, nonprofits need money. They have to focus on profitability. They have to run themselves like a business and be profitable. The only difference between a nonprofit and a for-profit business is that the nonprofit, nobody owns it. So the CEO, there's no owner that says, okay, we made more profit this year. I get to take more of that home. If my business, if either of my businesses are super profitable one year, make an extra $300,000 one year, that's mine. I own it as the primary shareholder. So if I want, I just transfer it to my personal bank account. Yeah, I got to pay taxes on it, but it's my money. And go buy a car. I can go take a trip. I can do whatever I want with it. It's mine. It's what I do with the profit. That's the difference. A nonprofit, they can't just take the profit home with them. It stays in the organization to hopefully fund the organization. One of my friends is the CEO of the National Christian Foundation here in Tampa. 
And so he was just telling me yesterday that their, their branch of the NCF, National Christian Foundation, they have a massive stockpile of cash in the bank right now. They've been really profitable in the last year, lots of big donations. And he's like, we're sitting on the, all this capital they need to deploy. And he's like, I, I, there's a level that we keep obviously in the bank for operating expenses to cash flow. But when they have extra pile of money, it was making him nervous because he's like, I don't want to sit there. We need to put it to use. So he's just, he was literally working through what he was going to deploy that towards. That's the biggest difference is that they don't take that profit home, but they have to be focused on profitability. Otherwise, the nonprofit will run out of funds, run out of money, and they cannot, guess what, serve people. Nonprofits want to serve people just as much as you and I want to serve people, but they know that they have to have a key eye for profitability so that they can stay in existence and they can be lean and they can be successful and have bigger impact. Money is very important because money means impact. Even if your niche is a hobby niche like mine, recording music. It doesn't sound very life-changing. I'm not feeding children with a recording revolution directly. I do with profits, but you know what I'm saying? Like It's not like Tom's shoes where I'm giving a pair of shoes away to needy children every time I sell a pair of shoes. There's, there's nothing really altruistic or world-changing about helping people record their music and make it sound better, but it does impact people's lives. And I, 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 I don't, don't worry about it. If you're like sad for me, like don't, you don't have to encourage me. I believe in my mission at the Recording Revolution. I believe in it 100%. But even my little hobby niche that impacts over half a million people every month at the Recording Revolution, I want to continue to impact those people. I want to impact more people. If I want to be a voice in that space helping create order out of chaos in the music world for these people, I have to stay profitable so that I can stay in business. I've got expenses for the business. I have a few contractors that work for me and work with me that I need to pay. And I need to be able to have some monetary reason to keep it up so that I can keep devoting time and energy to it. If, it, if it's not profitable, I can't work for free forever. I'd have to shut it down. And then I can't impact those people. So dollars and profit equal impact. So instead of saying, let's just focus on profit, it's the most important thing because there's plenty of people that'll teach you how to 10X your business. There are plenty of people out there that teach you how to crush it and make more money. But if that's your only goal, that's a compartmentalized goal, that is dangerous because at some point, that goal and that priority of creating profit will be at odds with the best interest of your customer. So what will you do then? If your God is profit, at some point, it'll mean sacrificing people. If your God is serving people at the expense of profitability, at some point, you won't be profitable and you'll have to shut the doors. And now, guess what? You can't serve people anymore. I think a better way is, a, is a, an integrated approach, okay? Like many things in life, it's not either or. And that has a lot for me to say as a one on the Enneagram, if you do Enneagram, I'm the perfectionist, I'm the reformer, that's what they call it, and I have black or white thinking. It's either this or that. That's the method that works or it's that method. I struggle with gray areas and I struggle with integration. I'm working on it. But in this case, 100% buy into the integration approach. And what I thought is you, you could do and I would have you do is ask yourself and answer these two questions. This will be a healthier way to approach this people over profit concept. Question number one, what serves my people and how can I make that profitable? What serves my people and how can I make that profitable? I know that sounds like two questions, but one combination question. You always have to start, if you want a business that works, 
you always have to start with what serves my people. That's why I talk about serving people. That's why I talk about giving. What do people want? What do they need? Never start with what do I want to do, okay? It's okay to have those conversations. I just had coffee with a guy this morning. There's a lot of talents, a lot of interests. And we were just talking through like, well, you're, you're into this and you're into fitness and, and that's something you could build a business off of. But you're also into theology and studying the Bible or you're also into teaching. You're also into clarifying people's messages. So he's got all these interests, things he's actually really good at all of these things. He could probably do something in each of these areas. So it's not bad to have those self-reflections and figure out what am I good at? What do I like to do? You need that. But when it comes to the business, you have to ask, well, where is there an opportunity to serve somebody? Um, because he might be really good at ironing shirts, but I don't know if there's much of a market to serve people at ironing shirts. Maybe there is. But, you know, like, like I always joke, I, I'm really good at eating pizza and I really enjoy eating pizza, but I haven't found a way to serve people by me eating pizza. If you know of a way, please email me, graham at grahamcochran.com, and I will start that business today. But start with what serves people. The best businesses in the world are in the business of serving people. Filling a need, meeting a need, making the world a slightly better place, innovating, making someone's life better by entertaining them, making a better product, faster product, cheaper product, more convenient product, doing a service nobody wants to do, any of those things, right? Making somebody laugh, a comedian, thank God for comedians, right? So what serves, but don't just stop there. It ha the whole question has to be, what would serve my people and how can I make it profitable? If there's no way to serve your people, if there's a way to serve your people, but you cannot think of a way to make it profitable, keep thinking. And if you can't think of a way to make it profitable, come up with something else, man. Find another way to serve people or another group of people to serve because it has to be monetizable. And, and you can be creative. I think our first round of thinking, a lot of times people are like, oh, how can I make money off of this? This is impossible. Trust me, I've been there. When I started making YouTube videos and blogging, I was like, how, how do I monetize this? And guys, this was 2009. I did not know what was available. Even then, there was probably resources I should have tapped into I didn't know existed. I was like, how do you, how do you monetize a blog? How do bloggers make money? I can get that a blogger could start writing and people really like the blog and I like blogs. There's blogs that I would read every day, but how do you make money? Oh, you can run ads. You can have banner ads. You can have a sponsor of your blog. So I started to learn about advertising monetization and eventually I learned about digital products, which is way better, by the way. Um, that's why I teach digital products. But once I learned that there's a way to monetize it, I realized, okay, this can serve people and it can become profitable. That's great. So question one that you need to ask yourself and answer is, what serves my people and how can I make it profitable? Question two is, what of my profitable endeavors actually serve my people the most? What of my profitable endeavors actually serve my people the most? So if the first question is for you, if you're starting a business, never started, you're the beginning stages, you're building an audience and you haven't put together a product or service yet. The second question is for you if you already have a business in place with a product or products and you need to ask this, which is again, the mirror image of the first question. Look at what you're selling. Look at what is profitable because maybe not everything's profitable. Been there. What of my profitable endeavors 
actually serve my people the most. So you might have three things that are profitable, but one of them is having the biggest impact. Like they all could make you money, but what is having the biggest impact? Actually serving people the most, maybe the most people in terms of numbers, but then quality of service. How well does it serve them? And that's what you want to get behind. You see, people and profit go hand in hand. When you serve people well, you tend to make a profit. If you have something that's profitable, you can serve more people well. You need both chicken or the egg. You need chickens and eggs at the same time. I don't know how you do one without the other, but you need chickens and eggs at the same time. And you always have to be asking, what serves my people and how can I make it profitable? And then what of my profitable endeavors serves my people the most? If you are having those internal questions, if you have a team, you're having those questions with your team, if you have a spouse who you you brain dump on like I do and she dumps on me and we brainstorm together, ask your spouse. If you have a friend, if you have someone, if you're in a community like my six-figure coaching community, if you're a part of something like that, ask those people, hey, look at my site, look at my products. What do you think from your perspective? You know, Bring someone in, have these conversations with them, with yourself, but you need to be asking these com- these questions. I agree with the billboard, people over profit, in the sense that when it push comes to shove, if profit means harming your people, then you choose people. But I don't believe in people over profit meaning that you don't care about profitability or you focus mostly on people and just hope that profitability will come to play. It it won't. It just won't. It it sounds nice. It sounds nice, but it just won't. One of my favorite books, and if you followed me for any length of time, you probably know what book I'm going to say, is The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. The Go-Giver is a parable that teaches these five laws of success to this character in the story. You can read it in an hour. This character is a salesperson. And his problem is he needs to sell more stuff before the quarter's over, and he's not hitting his sales quota. And he's just been in a a rough patch. So he clearly just wants to sell more. And what's interesting is when he meets these mentors, they tell him, hey, Asking the question, will this make money? Because he starts to hear this whole, oh, you just got to focus on giving, focus on just giving people what they need, adding value. He's like, well, okay, that's great. But when when do I think about, will this make money? Don't we have to be practical? Don't we have to be um, responsible, you know? And no, will this sell? Will this make money? We can't just go around just giving candy out to unicorns and just going, la, 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 just give, give, give. And he asked a fair question that I think, again, the, the reader, the audience is sort of asking like, don't we have to be practically selling something to keep my job or making sales to stay in business? And the mentor's response is very clarifying. And they say, the question, will it make money is not a bad question. Just like, is this profitable is not a bad question. It's just a bad first question is what they said. They, they say in the book, will it serve? Find out, will it serve, and then see if you can make money off of it, which goes back to what I was saying, what serves my people well, how can I make it profitable? You need both. You start, I think, with knowing your audience and what will serve them, but you have to know how to monetize that. You have to know how to make that profitable so that you can continue the service, so that you can stay 
in business. And when you do those things, focusing on profitability and service and try to find that marriage, I know it takes work, takes some creativity, takes some innovation, but when you do that, you create a business that the community, that the world would be really sad about if you closed up. And that's a good place to be, right? Where if you were to close your doors, virtual or real, close up shop, you would be missed. If you're in that position, you've got a business worth having. And you will close your doors if you don't focus on profitability. <laughs> so I want you to keep your doors open. So you need to focus on profitability. But you need to be known as a business that serves people and is profitable. That's why these are like unicorn businesses. You know, when you see someone who's an honest, genuine person, and you know that they're very pro-service, pro-generosity, pro-people. They love their customers well. And you hear that they're wildly successful. Don't you just love it? Don't you just feel like that's, that's, that just feels right? You know, we understand inherently that that's, that's justice right there. Someone who's doing the right thing, loving people well, focusing on products and services that serve people well, and they're wildly profitable, wildly successful financially, expanding, growing. You might have jealousy issues. That's your own insecurity. We all have it. Get over it. But, you know, most of us can at least see it and say, that's a good thing, man. Glad she's winning at business. She's awesome. I'm glad he's winning at business. He's awesome. We need more people like them in business that are killing it financially. But you know what? Not at the expense of people. Actually are loved by their customers. Don't, don't we want all businesses to be like that? Don't you want your business to be like that? Don't put people over profit. Don't put profit over people. Find a way to serve people and make it profitable. And find a way to take your profitable stuff and make sure that it's serving people better. If you are doing those things, my friend, you will be in business for a long, long time, you will be making the world a slightly better place, which is the whole point of entrepreneurship, and you will put your head on your pillow at night feeling really good about what you've done that day. Whether it's helping one person or a million, you can sleep well knowing that you are doing good work in the world that is sustainable financially, which means you will be able to continue to do good work in the world and maybe at an even bigger scale. Let me know what you think about this conversation. If you're on YouTube, leave me a comment. People over profit, what do you think? And if you're on iTunes, you can leave me a comment too. Give me a review if you haven't. So many of you have, but leave me a star rating and leave me a review and let me know how I was listening to this episode, People Over Profit. And I loved it. Here's my thoughts. Now, if you hated the episode, you can just close out and um, not leave a review and that's fine too. Don't mess with my algorithm, but please, I just want to know what you think about it. I want to engage in the conversation. And I want to know that this is at least resonating with you. Does it connect with you? Does it resonate? What element of it makes the most sense to you? Where do you land? Are you, are you more of the profit over people? You can be honest with that. Most people don't want to raise their hand and say that. Hey, I've done it. I've done it. I've done the things that I know will make money at the expense of, well, you know, I don't know if this is going to be the best thing for my people. I've done it. I, I regret it. I, I try not to do that. 
Or are you the person that's just like focused on people? People, people, people. Profit's not that important. It'll take care of itself. And you're actually struggling to remain profitable. Sound off. Let me know. We've all been there. We all swing one way or the other. It's hard to find that perfect balance, but it's worth fighting for. Thanks for listening and hanging out with me for a bit today. Have an amazing day as you go serve people and make healthy profits. I'll see you on another episode real soon.